content warning, this episode contains heavy drug usage. A room. Designed not for comfort, but for presentation. There are decorations, but it seems that the decorating choices were made without a specific style in mind. Without a personality. Rather, they were made to give the impression of a personality, the impression of opulence. We've been in this room before. Last time, we found a nine-foot-tall being. This time, there are two of them. Though they are identical, they both give off very different energies. One carries themselves younger, more hesitant. The other, older, more confident, more self-assured. The younger of the two stares out the window. I just... It seems we have caught them mid-conversation. The older one says, Just listen... We can't deviate from the plan, Chaos. The younger one, Chaos, says, Yes, but how do you know? How do you know that what they're doing won't work? The older one, who we can assume is order, responds, We don't know, and that's the point. We know our plan will work. Now, we don't have much time. We can't deviate now. In the olden days, before now, we trusted mortals. And look where that got us. Stagnation. No change, no growth, nothing. We can't trust them on their own anymore. And Chaos says, Yes, but is this really our job to to impose our will this much? And Order responds, It's what is required. I don't enjoy taking this much liberty. It simply is what we must do to move things forward. You'll see, after this, everything will change. Maybe it will be better. Maybe it will be worse, but it will be different again. And then it will be different again. And then it will be different again. We can be careful this time. We can guide things with a stronger hand to make sure this never happens again. Chaos cast their eyes down. It just feels like we're taking so much away from them. Yes, but it's the only way that they will grow. It's the only way. We have to protect them from themselves. Let's let the three of them keep working and and see what changes based on... No. Chaos. Who do you trust to handle this? These three mortal children or us?
And Althea says, did you say good castle? Yes, yes, madam. I am, as I said, Sir Reginald Thistlewhip uh, of Good Castle. Oh, uh, I believe you sent for us. And Althea says, "I mean, I cut out, I put out like a general call for help. I, I, I didn't think Good Castle was real. I am, I am. My mind is broken. My mind is so broken that I, Griffin, I think, just spoke as Sir Fitzroy Maplecourt." <laughs> night, night in night present now in the wow. in the court of Good Castle. Then, in keeping with the theme of the show, somebody should give him shit about appearing as himself in the podcast. No, like, it didn't bother I, me. Didn't bother uh, me. Uh, no, I, it's no, it's, it's fine. It's not. In, the, in this it's particular, it, it wasn't weird. <laughs> yeah, it just it didn't really. I didn't even catch it. Honestly, you know what I mean. Like, I love you it's guys. Just not that big a deal. And uh, Reginald says, yes, of course, Good Castle's real. Who else would be sending the letters? Come on. Come on. Obviously, Good Castle's real. You think somebody's just making it up? A whole realm? Tell her, Fitzroy. It it had been intimated to me as as such, and and duly I... should I do I kneel? Do I kneel? Do I kneel? I would kneel. Oh, I kneel. No, I kneel. In, in fact, if well, no, if anything, I kneel. And no, Reginald no, no, that's no, please, please, no, stand up, please. Well, you're I lay on, I lay on the you're ground. the on site commander. I'm the what? I'm on my belly. I'm the wh- you're the you're the on site commander. It's you know, it's standard. Good castle protocol that whichever knight is first on the scene uh, gathers the details and then becomes commander of the situation. We're all equals. Didn't you read the handbook? I didn't. No one ever sent me a handbook. And I, 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 you didn't get the handbook? No, I didn't get the handbook. I got a letter asking me. It comes with your confirmation letter after you accept the application. Oh, then maybe I did get the handbook. It's been a wild couple. You get sent the application saying, would you like to join Good right. Castle? Right. Then you send it back. With money. With right? like. With yes. money. And then it's confirmed. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a whole welcome package didn't and explains get that. everything. Didn't get the welcome package. You didn't get the welcome package. No, I also never. A list of things I never got. One, a, a coat of arms. Two, that sword on my shoulders thing. That was like half the reason I wanted to be a knight. Is so I could. Oh, that's virtual. That's done. Would they do it? Um, like a doc, and it's like just a kind of a sign, knight. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, so I'm in. So I'm in charge, Reginald. Reginald, sir. sir. Reginald Thistlewhip. I mean, advanced scout. Right. A knight of the realm of good. Knight to knight. Can I just? Can I Reggie you up? Can I just Reggie? Excuse me. No, my full. No, title no, no. I know, but knight, knight sir- to knight, and you can call me Fitz, and I can call you Reggie. 
Can I call you Fitzy? Yeah, mm. that's how bad I want to call you Reggie. <laughs> okay, you can call me Reggie. Okay, Reggie. Now you what's can the call score? me Al. So tell me. Okay, Al, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, uh so tell me, uh, Commander, what is the plan? And Gordy steps up and says, "No, hold on, excuse yeah. me." Um, I've brought my whole skeletal army right. here, and I think I should get to ask the question first. What kind of danger is my daughter in? Oh, uh, we we can we reflect on the fact that we also just got here? So I I I would just. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that this was kind of your whole dance, Commander. Dance commander. I don't. Well, I, I don't hate that. Dance. <laughs> well, that's cool. Dance commander. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, we had a deal. I thought with the force of chaos and order, but it, it's not. Uh, apparently, it wasn't legally binding. Okay. So you, whatever thing you were playing at here, right? right? Right. Um. And we had a whole deal. You and I that I was going to like send my skeletons to help. You also then just went ahead and left my daughter here uh, without an army, without letting me know that you needed the army, and now there's uh, about a bajillion demons between me and her. I mean, there's not a bajillion. Okay. And Hieronymus steps over and goes, okay, much bigger question, and I'm sorry about Rainier, but she's incredibly capable. She's going to be just fine. Why is my brother working with Prince Grey. Oh, man. What the fuck is happening? We explain it thoroughly and, um, like, really, really comprehensively. And then I, and then Fitzroy says, now repeat that back to me so I make sure you got it. <sighs> okay. And then he explains it back <laughs> to you comprehensively <laughs> and completely. And then Festo flies up and Festo says, I just woke up after a party in the woods. What day is it? Judgment day. Oh, shit. Yep. That's, holy shit. Yeah. That's some heavy stuff. I, yeah, I'm good, yeah. Was it a good party? Oh, I hope, man. At least. I mean, standard. It was a festo party, I don't know why I asked. Yeah, it lasted three days. Um, Travis, can you sort of set the stage, uh, Ge geographically again of like what it is we are what it is we are facing right now sure so think about concentric circles right right i i'm the always center, thinking about concentric circles like a target right. right the center of the target the bullseye is the school uh it has the dome of kind of translucent uh energy netting that is being woven by gray and higglemas um, and it is a protective barrier around the school proper, the actual like center tower that encompassed the main building, right? Then you have the next ring out is the ring that uh, would include like the dorms, the battlegrounds, uh, Groundsy's hut, everything around yeah. the school proper. That's where the demons are housed, okay. right? And they are wrapping around in such that you could not get past them. They are touching where uh, the forest starts and covering kind of the flank of where the uh, God Scar Chasm used to be. Wow, so there's a lot of these bad boys in. 
Yeah, uh, uh, about 10,000. <laughs> That's a uh, lot of dice you're going to have to roll, Trav. Are you sure about that? The initiative yep, order yep, yep, yep. alone is a, a... They're all just going to go at once. Okay. So you guys will have a nice break. I'll have one episode where each of them goes individually, and then the next episode will be your guys' turn. To give each other funerals um, for how dead yes. we are. And then there will there's another open ring of space. This one's a pretty beefy ring uh, separating your camp... Right from them so that camp is where all the skeletal soldiers are where um you are waiting now for the good castle army to arrive uh gordy the lich king is right. there hieronymus is there festo is there uh althea and you how have they taken notice of us yet the demons yeah they are all positioned facing you okay uh they are meant to keep you out of whatever is happening and can we see chaos in order they are they are huge right uh, you can't. Well, I mean, they're like ten feet tall, but they are not currently on the battleground. Okay. You would see them if if they were. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check. All three of them. Uh, I got a uh, six plus four, ten. Oh, critical failure for me. Uh, six plus three, nine. Okay, so so Man, a ten. You a guys. ten is going to be the big the the number. Um. Okay. So, uh, with your ten. Uh, you notice that everyone is looking at you. What, why, what expression they have, what their feelings are, any of that is completely lost to you. But definitely everybody is staring at you and waiting. Like, so are we in charge here? The three of us? I don't, some, I, someone explain to me what the, the hierarchy is. And uh, Hieronymus kind of you know, it's a little bit sheepish. Uh, roll since you asked the question. Roll an insight check. Yeah, Fitzroy. No, two. Ah oh, man. Yeah, he's feeling uh, a little sheepish and looks around a little bit. And Althea says, uh, "Can I talk to you for a second, Fitzroy?" Anything you have to say to me, you can say in front of this large group of skeletons and strangers. <laughs> okay. You're obviously, the three of you are running the show. I mean, everything here, all of these people, the skeletons and Hieronymus and me, our connection is you. I mean, Good Castle wouldn't be here if you weren't here. None of us would be here if the three of you weren't involved in this. So I think it's kind of whether, I don't know, whether it's fair or not, I guess we kind of thought you would know what to do. <laughs> you Master, have no idea. Yeah. Um, Master Fearball, do you know what to do? Uh, um, it's... See, this is about where we're at, vis-a-vis knowing what to do. Um, and Hieronymus says, okay, well then let's let's break it down, right, to basics, right? Let's not solve the whole thing at once. We'll do individual pieces, right? So it, if they don't want us to get in the school, right? Right. Right? We need to get in the school, right? Makes sense. And every, Yeah, everyone's nodding. So how do we do that? And Gordy is like surveying the scene and says, okay, well, I mean, ground is out, right? Unless we want to do a full-on battle but it seems like if they're there to keep us out the battle is kind of what they want right yeah Don't we I have a, somebody so, that does portals 
He's. I mean, yes, su- it's gray. Yeah, I, and he's, he's in there. Inside. He's in there. Yes. And the air is out because they have the barriers up, and of course there are flying demons. And the ground is out, unless you know someone who can, you know, dig through rock, solid rock, like it was nothing. Uh, we we may have we may have a connection there. We may we may have worked with with someone with a, a, that particular area of expertise in the past. Not a hundred percent sure yeah. how to get a hold of them, but um, where are they? Are they in hope? Are they back? And where are they? They're not. They're not necessarily on this uh, exact plane of existence right now. And Gordy, his eyes immediately light up, and he says, "Oh, a different plane of existence." You say, uh, "Yes." Is that? Is that? I mean, are other planes of existence accessible to us? Um, I have a bit of expertise with planar travel. It runs in the family. I could probably make a connection. Um, I would need a little boost of power, a little bit of extra magic, uh, but I could make a, a connection. And one of us must sacrifice our lives to power this to power the spell. I understand. No, I will take no. this. No, 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 I will do it. I will sacrifice. No, this my is no, no, no. I just too nice. I was going to ask the stuff f- I need to do. So if if uh, my character. Uh, can just sacrifice his life, then I'll just move on with some other stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was just going to ask the I, fairy I my laundry to help. So if you want to just kill my guy, then I'll just go <laughs> No, I, I was just going to ask the fairy to help. Festo, will you Don't help? know. Oh, Festo yes. will not lay down their life for this cause. No, it's, this is nobody has to die. No. We will Why must we pay this terrible price? No, nobody has to. No, guys, nobody has to die. I just need the extra energy. And we'll open up the portal and it'll be fine. Oh. I will give you all of my magic energy to make water. I don't need any water right no, now. Okay. Thank you. I just thought it was just general concept He's always magic. just trying to make was... water. It's, still, yeah. it's fine. And Althea says, okay, but clearly, I mean, okay, two things. We need somewhere to create this portal that's safe and secure. And then we need somewhere that's close enough to the school that when we dig whatever this tunnel is, right, that it won't collapse over a great distance and we can make a fast exit. So is there anywhere on school property that's not in the bubble that is very secure that we, but is, like, closed off and we would be able to hide safely Does in there? Gr- do, would we be able to get up into Groundsy's, up into Groundsy's place? Uh, Hieronymus looks hesitant. Uh, we're not supposed to go... Into Groundsy's hut. He's asked that nobody... Is is he in there? You know, I haven't seen him in a while. It's been a really long time since I've seen Groundsy. It's been a long time since Like the second episode. Yeah, Yeah. it's been a minute, Groundsy. He could be a dead-ass body in there. He would play a larger role in our day-to-day lives. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's an emergency. I suppose he would understand... Oh, he has already laid down his life for the terrible curse. I don't think he's dead. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's go break into his hut. Yes, using a big, like, space mole or something. 
No, I can I can use me me, me lockpick and stuff. You're not. Were you not listening to the first part of everything that we said about the big space mole? Oh, right. Yeah. And Althea steps forward and says, "Okay, guys, fellas, fairy, we have a plan. These three, and she gestures to you guys, did a heist this morning." Mm-hmm. And have kind of had a bit of a big day already. Let's let them rest. Gordy, you work on the spell. Festo, you help. Hieronymus, you keep scouting. You three, we have a tent set up for you. Go take yourself a rest, you know? Recharge a little bit. Uh, and uh, in the entryway of, of the tent you're in, uh, in steps Tibia and Gherkin. Aww. Ready to help you to your tent. Our skeleton buddies. Tibs, Gurks. They do a little dance. Why are you dancing? <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, I I would I would love to catch a few Z's. I'm hurt. I'm I'm uh, my, yeah, stat, my, my stats are not doing so great. Uh, Gherkin does a very fancy like bow, like come this way. Uh, do you guys have any bags? Anything you want Tibia to carry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're going to deal with encumbrance for the first time in Adventure's own history. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying if you're tired, he's there to be a little skeletal bellhop. Right. A belleton, and he's ready to I go. I can go for a foot rub. And he kind of like snaps and points at you and goes over and immediately starts rubbing your feet just there on the ground. <sighs> that can't but feel good. I should have been more specific. Uh, you make your way into your tent. It's set up with three cots. Um, you guys, this is also a chance the three of you... Uh, for the first time in a while since you last slept, which admittedly was last night, but feels forever ago, uh, to have a little chat before you drift off to the land of Nod, if you wish. Can we just team meeting? We did a heist, and we, we did, did it. You know, you know, the thing is, it was more like pranking because we didn't really take anything. You're right. It was it was vandalism. If anything. we were vandals, right. we did some vandalizing. But we did have deadly weapons with us, so that uh, they yeah. are going to upgrade that to to a, a, a burglary if we if we get caught. Not a misdemeanor. No, it will. It'll be a big boy if anything. Hey, are we gonna get caught? <laughs> well, I believe the plan is to not. But by the time they realize. Maybe things will be very different. Right. They have bigger fish to fry, is what I mean. I'll admit, I I glued a mask of my face on the Commodore, oh, which, was was fu- which was so funny, but also yeah. I believe is going to be <laughs> hugely incriminating, um, and I'm not 100% sure why. It seemed like a fun idea at the time. Yeah. In retrospect, maybe we should have gone with the kick me sign. Because, yeah. you know, if it was if all those people kicking him, surely yeah. that would class. Do you still have a boat, Argo? Do I have a boat? Do you have a boat? You know, well, there's um <laughs> technically yes. I, I think I mean I haven't seen the paperwork in a long time, but I believe I have I, I own the boat that you know the the Commodore uses because it used to be uh, you know Ma's boat. Right. In the sense that we could steal it easily is what you're saying. Now, it is your Yeah, boat. it would be much easier to steal, I would think. I, we yeah. may want to hit. This is a, 
a strange thought, but almost anything we want to steal would be easier than what we have just done. Yeah. That's we a good steal. <laughs> pretty much whatever. Right. Um, are you are you are you wanting to run away? I mean, it may not be a bad idea for us to hit the old international waters once uh once we wrap up this particular project. I'm in favor. I've I've got all these seaworthy skills that in retrospect I really haven't used in the entire arc. So yeah, I'm I'm I we could do that. We have wanted to make chaos. What could be more chaotic? Then the three of us just sort of leaving this story. <laughs> midway, midway. <laughs> I'm just saying this. Our friend Master Fearbolt doesn't even have a name. There's no paperwork for it. Would be pretty easy for yeah, us to just kind of disappear. Right? Like I thought it was Grimlow or Bud or you know, we never had, did. Fall he's had many names. Yeah, let's just just something to keep in mind. Um, something to sort of make peace with. Uh, I I would love a nautical adventure if it means that we don't get uh locked up. Well, let me ask you: Why are we? Why don't we do it now? Why? I mean, we we were supposed to do chaos. We right. We did some chaos. We did right. a little dollop of chaos, and you know, there's obviously still going to be a big old war. So what's 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 my motivation for breaking back into the school? We do have friends in there, yeah, and and, and they are in a not unconsiderable unconsider- amount of trouble. Um, okay. So, well, I'm a rogue, so you know, it's fair. <laughs> Your job <laughs> dictates That's actually classist that right. just to assume that oh, rogues are going to do bad things. I gotcha. Okay, there are many lovable rogues, Dad, and you know right. that. Yes, I know. Um. George Siegel is a fantasy George Siegel. Anyway, okay, so we go. So I, I, I mean, I was just throwing it out there. Devil's advocate. That's what a good uh, CEO is supposed to do: is throw out options. Gave am I the CEO? Little, gave yourself a little promotion there. Promote yeah, I'm not sure that, that works. What am I? The CPO? Is there such a thing? I thought you were the CCO. CCO. I, CCO. Yeah. I also don't know how to break it to the two of you, but we are going to have to dissolve this company. <laughs> We've just destroyed the sort of total infrastructure of the hero system in this world, so I'm afraid Thunderman is uh, going to have to hang up the old cloak. Could we be a nonprofit? I mean, we have been so far. <laughs> yeah, nothing we've done has been particularly profitable, aside from our ch- chain of... Uh, Spectral crab uh, wear. And our vandalism. Right. And so with that, the three of you lay down for a long rest. I think the fear bulk's already asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And you dream. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, 
I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier. For anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity, start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out. Macroymerch.com. And now back to the show.
Argo, you dream of a jail cell. Sitting on the cot is the Commodore. His uniform is gone, and he is dressed simply, and two things draw your attention. First, there is a clear red mark of irritation around his neck, and your best guess is that it looks like maybe the glued-on mask was forcibly removed. Mm. Mm. Second, second, in short sleeves, you can see that his left arm, there's something wrong. There are streaks of what look like frostbite damage running from his shoulder down to his wrist. And an image of the Fearbulg hurling an ice knife into his shoulder at the tribunal flashes through your mind. And suddenly, the Commodore looks up through the bars and at you. He stands, walks towards you, and stops at the door for just a moment before ripping it from its hinges. He smiles at you and walks out the door. Fearbulk, you dream of the unknown forest. When you laid down to rest, it was midday. But in your dream, the night sky is above you. But that's not the only difference. There's snow on the ground. You'd guess about four inches. And when you entered the tent, it was well into spring. And there hasn't been snow on the ground in a while. In fact, the last time it snowed was... Well, it was two days before your father died. And even as you make this connection, a glint of moonlight bounces off a hard, shiny surface moving just beyond the tree line, and you hear the voice of the guardian of the unknown forest say in your head, Master Fearbog? Yes. What are you doing here? Is everything okay? I am having a dream. You are in my dream. Welcome. Um... No. Oh, did you sleepwalk here? You're in my forest. Yes, in the dream I am in your forest. Listen, if your teeth begin to fall out, this is normal. It's part of dream. Do not panic. This isn't a dream. Are you all right? Ye- yes, I will. There is much on my mind, but I am fine. Did you need something from me, Master Fearbog? Is there something I can do for you? If this is real, I owe you uh, thanks. The message you delivered to me uh, helped me to have the time to say goodbye to someone very important to me. And I thank you. For I- I'm sorry... I'm glad you got the chance, but I, I, what message, Master Fearbulk? I don't know what you're talking about. The message that my clan was in danger and there was no time to hesitate and that I must go then. I, are you injured? I, I, you don't, what is the season? I, I, we are near the end of winter. And what? oh yeah, and then uh, you when you went to sleep, it was uh, about mid spring, okay. like it was like late April, early May for you. I am having the thought that the this is the time then that I tell you now to send a message to me later that I will receive soon, then. <laughs> oh, 
I have you ever mess around in time? <sighs> um, n no, Master Fearbug. Uh, I our reality has pretty strict rules uh, about cause and effect. Ah, <sighs> well, then I must take a Argos's wild swing. <laughs> I need you to find me, not me now, here, but me that is, I guess I'm at the school right now, right? In this, in this timeline? Uh, you will be shortly, yes. Okay. Find me at this school. Give me that message that my clan is in danger and I cannot hesitate. It must be now, it must be soon, because time for you is running short. I know this does not make sense, but I think this is when I told you. Okay. Uh, um, I have prepared a brief PowerPoint. <laughs> and you wake up. <laughs> That's good, because I wake up and my first thought is, what is PowerPoint? <laughs> Fitzroy, you dream of a room. A room that you have dreamt of before. You stand in a world of former opulence. Beside you are the shattered remains of a comfortable, richly upholstered wingback <gasps> chair. Above you, dark wood beams splintered and gouged with deep scratches. On the walls, shreds of masterpiece paintings hang loose in their frames, and between them are scraps of velvet drapes barely covering shattered windows. On either side of you are the Fearbolg and Argo. But staring out one of the windows is chaos. But not like you've seen them before. First, they only stand at six feet tall, meaning that you, Fitzroy, are looking slightly down at them. Second, they are dressed rather plainly compared to their previous elaborate outfits. And the third difference isn't anything you can specifically put your finger on. They're simply carrying themselves differently. And after a moment, chaos sighs deeply and says... I just don't understand. Um, I can explain it to you, like, slowly if you need. Please, please explain it to me. Why, why are you doing this? There is a plan. I, we told you the plan. You, if you follow the plan. Right. Everything would be fine. Why are you doing and did this? did that plan involve the slaughter of a bunch of innocent people? That's a yes. You don't have to answer that. Why that one's I... a yes. Um, so that it, was, it was, to be frank, not a very good plan. So we started doing our own thing. So what's your plan? What's, you three, tell me right now, what's your plan? Hold up, guys. I think this may be a trick. <laughs> this may be a trick because you're fe you're feeling like a, a, a an antagonist right now uh chaos or are you order have you switched over yet i i've answer and i step right into their face we don't have a plan <laughs> then how do you know that what you're doing will make any difference? 
We don't. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate. You misunderstand me. I want change. I want the chaos of change. I want to know that change will happen. Change so that we can move towards something else. I and Order have thought about this for longer than the three of you have been alive. We know our plan would work. And if you would just follow it, things would change. Perhaps it would be better. Perhaps it would be worse, but it would be different. And then things could change again. And maybe that would be better. Maybe that would be worse. But then things could change again. There's no way of knowing if what you're doing will change anything. Well, I mean, you were doing your plan and we came along and stopped it from being uh, effective. So right back at you. I can still make my plan work. But what do you need us for then? I've asked this before. If you're all... Because the plan revolves around Fitzroy. <laughs> we have put work into Fitzroy. We have planned. If you plan as much as we have planned, you can't just swap in elements. Sidebar. Fitzroy. Fearbold. I think we've got some leverage with this entity. I mean, not not much. No, not much. But that's, that's the reason that I imagine we haven't been uh, smashed into oblivion. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that is that is how useful our leverage has been so far. Um, Chaos, listen. This morning, we dismantled the entire system of governance for heroes and villains across the land. We did that this morning. And none of us are particularly smart or capable so give us an afternoon and let's see what other worldwide systems we can dismantle bloodlessly, I might add. I think we hit a couple security guards a couple times, but they will go home to their families. How do you know it's enough? You, you don't, but it will be different and it'll be different on our terms. I wish I could believe you. I do. I wish I could too. <laughs> but I've I wish seen, I could believe <laughs> I have seen so much. I have seen whole nations rise and fall at the whim of a madman or hero. I have seen ages of wisdom and fear collapse in on themselves because of one speech given at the right moment but it has been so long since anything like that has happened i don't know that the world can change because of the actions of even three well-meaning heroes i wish but it's too late things are in motion now look and they gesture towards the window. I, I look. What you see is you see through the eyes of order. 
you see the cavern um, that used to be the God Scar Chasm and the portal that order has been tearing in the universe takes over the entire cavern, the entire length and breadth and height of what was the Godscar chasm is a huge gaping wound in reality. And chaos says, I don't think we could stop this if we wanted to. Change is coming. And you three can either be on our side or you could keep making trouble, but our way will work. I know it will. Order has told me it will work. And change is necessary. And I don't know that your way will work. I wish... This might be the last time we see each other. Oh, thank God. Can I uh can I roll an insight check cuz I feel like this is definitely a different vibe than anything we've ever gotten from Chaos before. That's yes. a flat 19. Fitzroy, I want you to put on the rose glasses that you built. Uh I think I'm already wearing. I mean, I'm it's a dream, right? I put them on. Yeah. You look at chaos, and what you see is a child. A child standing on their tiptoes to look out the window. A child who has trusted another counterpart for as long as they can remember. A child who has done the same thing for out all of time to continue existing the way they have always existed. And they are scared. And you look around the room. And what could have been mistaken for anger, for destruction, was a tantrum. They don't understand why you're not playing right. And then the three of you wake up. And Fitzroy, when you wake, you can see through the opening of the tent that it is night outside. But it's not dark inside the tent. There's a ball of light hovering a half an inch from your face. And you realize that Festo has been slapping you awake. And Festo says, oh, good. You're awake. Your hands are so little, but they hurt a lot. I have slap magic. Can I have some of that? Ooh, it will take a long time to learn. Travis, will you roll to see if Festo really has slap magic or if yeah. it's a joke? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I rolled a 35? Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Um, Festo, I was in the middle of probably the worst dream I've ever had. So did you need something? Yes. You have a very big challenge ahead of you. Yeah. 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 Like, Yeah. And your magic is still broken. Broken's a not great way of... I could still, uh... I could still play the hits. Really? I got the crab, and sometimes I can do an illusion, but a lot of the times it doesn't, it doesn't come out right. You are wound so tight, we are going to have to take desperate, drastic measures to fix your magic. What are you suggesting? 
Uh, and Festo looks around at the three of you and says, Pack a bag. Something that you can move in. We need to get moving. I mean, aren't we going to go on a sort of mole adventure? Yes, but first, we need to get to the fairy circle before midnight. It's time to party. Yes! Boys, wake up! Yes! It's happening! We need to move! Hurry! Oh, what is happening? We're going to a party! Mm, Okay. Yeah, yeah, why not? Do you have any, like, fun hats you can wear? Do we have fun hats? I pull out the box that says the boys' fun hats on it. (laughs) Describe to me the fun hats each of you wears to a party. Um, um, mine is a straw boater. One of those. I said top. fun hat. Yes. Hey, listen. I said my fun I, hat. Hey, listen. Don't tell me how to have fun, Travis. Okay, I guess uh, Argo's on his way to a barbershop quartet practice. <laughs> that is fun. Oh my god. Okay. What about you, Fearborg? Um, it's uh just a just a bunch of leaves. <laughs> It's just a bunch of leaves I grabbed on the way, and I'm really sorry, and I feel bad about it. I know, it, I know it's bad. Uh, what about you, Fitzroy? Um, it's like it's basically like a Jamiroquai hat, I but it's but it has but it's got antlers for some reason. Oh, coming out! Is it of made out twist. of balloons? And the antlers wave around, and they all have lights on their on the tips of the. <laughs> Well, the points of the antlers, and they wave. They, oh boy! They wave around when I when I flex a head muscle. That's a great hat. Thanks. It's time to move. And Festo heads out the tent. I follow them rapidly. I've never, I've never um, run so fast. As the three of you run behind them, uh, Festo distributes three vials and says, "Hurry, drink no, this fe- now!" No, boys, don't. I've no Festo. <laughs> It's drugs. I'm already drinking it. Okay, yeah. What kind of I my bo- <laughs> drink it? There's another good castle night like here. Don't make me magic slap okay. you. I I drink. I drink. I drink the drugs under threat threat of violence from the teacher at this school. Yeah, it's a it's a oh, cool set. It's like an episode of Walker Texas Ranger, but like a reverse. It's, it's like a reverse, reverse health class yeah. movie. It's a mixture of, like, ecstasy and LSD and shrooms. Okay, fun, fun, fun. Um, you reach the fairy circle um, in, in the unknown forest as the drugs kick in. And suddenly you are surrounded by fairies, but they are all your size. Or are you their size? It's hard to tell as lights and music fill the air. And Festo says, come, let's dance. And you see Festo is dancing with fairies of all shapes and sizes and colors. Their wings have different patterns. Some of them have dragonfly wings, some with butterfly wings, some uh, appear to be some kind of metal wing, and all of them seem to know the steps. And they are all waving for the three of you to come join. Um, I'm nervous. I tilt my straw boater rakishly to one side and start singing under my breath in tune kind of a harmony to the music that's playing you know like a like a good barbershop quartet guy would go and i kind of jaunt my way over there as you begin to move argo your body becomes like water and whether 
for real or it's all in the drugs, it's hard to say, but you begin to flow and move and you feel this relief that you didn't even know you were carrying tension up till this moment, but all of your movements become smooth and flowing and you have never felt as sure on your feet since leaving the deck of the Mariah and walking on dry land, but now it's like you're back at sea and everything feels right as you move to the music. And they gesture to you, Fearbolg, gesturing for you to come join. I just kind of saunter on out there. Come on, buddy! Ooh, it's primal. The moves are primal. Primal moves, highly sexual. As you move out to the dance floor, Fearbolg, you can feel the earth beneath you. Mm -hmm. You can feel the movement of every animal for miles around. Their feet, their hooves, everything, their paws. You feel the rhythm of life all around you. You hear the music of the leaves blowing and you are the leaves and you are the animals. You are the wind. You are the moon. You are nature around you and you feel a connection to the world like you have never felt before. And every move you make connects you deeper and deeper not only to nature but to your friends and to yourself and to your clan. And the fairy's gesture to you Fitzroy. I'm nervous. The music swells. The lights flash. And suddenly, the fairies are gone. Your friends are gone. And before you, there's one being. And it's you. But it's not you. It is a glowing, golden representation of you. And they reach out their hand for you. Yeah, now we're cooking with gas. And I walk over and take my hand... You take your hand and the two of you move in perfect synchronicity, moving in circles slowly at first, eyeing each other, but then they wink or you wink first. It's hard to tell. And the two of you begin to move faster and faster. And suddenly it's unclear where you begin and they end or where they begin and you end. You don't know which one of you is you and which one of you is the glowing golden representation and suddenly it doesn't matter. The two of you are so in sync that you are one body. And the three of you wake up on the dew-covered ground and it's dawn. And you look down at your arms, Fitzroy, and they are crackling with energy. Um, where are we at? You're on the forest floor. It's morning. I are they are my compatriots asleep still? They're there with you. You're there asleep. Um, the fearbog to your left, sleeping peacefully. Their hat uh, covering their eyes, and over there you see Argo with his straw boater pulled down over his eyes, asleep against a rock, smiling happily. I get a good distance from them. And sort of squinting, unsure of what it is I'm even doing, I clap my electric hands together and cast Thunderclap. Without a pause, energy ripples out from you like you have never felt before. It doesn't take 
will. It doesn't take concentration. It happens as easy as breathing, as easy as your heart beats. The magic flows out of you more powerful than ever before. I I guess you could say that the magic was inside. <laughs> <laughs> Water, 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 please. It all burns. Water, 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 water. Water, water, water. Festo, water. Argo, do water magic on me. I need it. It burns everywhere in me. You'll need the chill out tent. It looks like you're freaked out again. Let me get you an orange slice. <laughs>